to the right. Mariota drops. Steps up. He can run a long way. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 30, 25, Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it. it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's got 40, something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. Touchdown. Touchdown. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. Hello everyone, yes, this is Victory Tuesday, as teased by Harry earlier in his his car takes video. Um, I'm Adam, Greg and Harry are, are with me. Um, Harry, how are you? Nice nice little video earlier, one take wonder as ever, I assume? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can go for one take wonder if you want. I definitely uh, didn't mess it up about 20 seconds in, and then I also messed up the video by saying we're three and two, not four and two, uh, but... You know, when you're up until practically 6 a.m. because you can't get to sleep, um, then <sighs> sure, I'll take I'll take the mistakes. I don't mind it. Hey, it, the emotion of it all and the sheer euphoria. Um, mistakes can be forgiven. Um, Greg, how are you? Um, I'm, I'm guessing even even you have got to be smiling today. Of course. I mean, I'm always smiling. Uh, yeah, Chirpy, it's um, it's the first time. <laughs> I've ever done Monday night football where I've gone to bed before the game. I always make the mistake of just thinking, nah, I'll be all right. I'll just, I'll just carry on straight through it. Um, and there I was like a, a four-year-old again, going to bed at half seven um, and waking up just before kickoff. To... Oh, that, do you know, you've reached that age. And here I am still absolutely shattered as well. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I wouldn't be a, probably alive if I'd just carried on all the way through, but yeah, I'm glad to be here. Good win. Uh, can't wait to discuss it in more detail, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I've, I don't know if we've discussed this before about the you know, being UK fans. You know, anyone anyone listening to us from the UK will get this, obviously. Uh, but anyone listening in America, these games, you know, primetime games are at sort of quarter past one or half past one our time in the morning. So, yeah, you've got a decision to make. Do you stay up for it? Do you get up for it or do you kind of do a combina- combination? Um, as as you touched on, Greg, I mean, that, that's that's the only way I can do these games. You know, the, staying up till half past four in the, in the morning just just doesn't work. And um, so it, it's go to bed a bit early, set an alarm and it's yeah, 10, 10 past one alarm and you're just confused. The only thing you can't do is hit snooze at that point. But once you realise it's going on, Stagger downstairs, t- TV on, um, Skybox is invariably doing an update. Um, so <laughs> you've, got, you've got to allow for that. And, and then then it's I, I'll try and go to bed again. I actually wasn't too bad this time. Like normally you're, you're too buzzing or too depressed to sleep. Uh, but I think at 
yeah, probably within half an hour of the game end, I reckon I got myself oh, back I was, to sleep. I was a good hour and a half, and I was still wondering how the hell I'm going to get to sleep. Because um, <laughs> I, was, I, I was at that point where I was cocky, and I was thinking, oh, right, I've had a good five hours, or roughly around five hours or so, so sleep. That's that's a dream. If I now can get another couple of hours before I've got to get up and go to work, then I've literally I've, I've completed Monday Night Football as far as I can see it. And, <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite work out on the second part of it. But, uh, yeah, look, just to be honest with you, when you've witnessed the game you've just witnessed, um, as we did last night, kind of doesn't really matter. Even if I got zero sleep last night, I'd still be giddy as hell today. <laughs> um, Harry, you're, you know, you. I'm not going to say you look bleary-eyed in the video. Always you look, you're a dreamboat. That goes without saying. Um, how did you, how did you sleep? Were you a bit too buzzing? Uh, yeah, so I, I opted for the younger version of uh, Monday night <laughs> and just really put my uh, body clock out of sync and then uh, didn't go to work today luckily I, I did book it off um, so that was a positive there um, and I don't think a few cans necessarily helped the bleary eyes first thing this morning uh, <laughs> speaking speak of which how, how's the carpet uh, yeah carpet's fine I uh, managed to just give it a quick uh, carpet scrub on that I celebrated a little bit too hard uh, <laughs> I can't it was but beer went everywhere um scared scared the living daylights out of my cat which was always good um but yeah overall um i think this tuesday has actually gone fairly well for primetime tuesday um here in the, in the uk and luckily uh, i've managed to just navigate through the day without causing too much fuss or incident which is always a positive too um i'm i'm doubly broken as anyone will know who saw our twitter feed on sunday night and joined that spaces thing uh, which was a complete impulse to do it, but we were chatting for three hours. Um, I mean, it's it's a bit hazy. I did I'd gone to the Dolphins Jags game at the Tottenham Stadium. I'd enjoyed myself. Let's put it that way. I was in a good mood. <laughs> and those those games are so much the better when there's there's not a Titans one to watch immediately afterwards. So you're not you're not worried about that. You're not distracted about that. Monday night football, perfect. Um, something to look forward to when I'm half broken or, already. And I, d I don't know if I look, well, I probably did look forward to it because I, I didn't have any real expectations. I just wanted to see a better performance against the Bills. And the Bills, the Bills for me, are the, the best team in the NFL right now. They probably still are. They, I don't think they played badly. Um, how, how about the, the start of the game? Um, Harry, did you... I mean, it was a bit bend, don't break at the start. The, f the first couple of Bills drives only led to field goals and we were kind of staying in it. But it felt that it was a struggle to begin with. Uh, yeah, I, I think you sort of hit the nail on the head there with the bend, don't break. I was pretty happy with actually how we were performing. Um, a big third down conversion fairly early on in the day for Ferkso. And I think that kind of set the tone that we're... We're going to be slightly aggressive at times. Defence was flying around the field, especially when they got into the red zone um, and made some crucial stops. I think if we concede even one touchdown out of those first couple of drives to the Bills, this game's looking very different for us. Um, but thankfully, you know, we managed to just hold on and, and that red zone, in the red zone, your wide receivers have slightly less space to get open on what, let's be honest, isn't an amazing secondary at the moment. Um, so I think that kind of played into it and our front seven was lights out but yeah beginning was a little bit nervy but 
I think I always had like a weird reassured cockiness to the game that <laughs> it didn't really matter if we lost and we were staying in it. And if we were around a score, then I wasn't too worried. But yeah, it was good. I, I know what you mean. I think, um, well, we ne- we would never went more than a score down in the entire game, which I think was important. We, we do have a, the odd crazy comeback win in us, uh, but when you rely on a Derek Henry so much, it's not as easy as it might be if you're the Kansas City Chiefs with Mahomes or you know Baltimore with Lamar Jackson or other other teams who throw the ball a bit more. But you know, all, all the same, um, it it seemed important um, that we kept it, that we kept it close, and that that's what we did pretty much the whole game. We didn't lead very. I think the lead changed two or three times, but it felt that Buffalo were ahead for most of it. Yeah, it it just, I, I kind of got to the point, I think like you're saying, Harry, that it was an improved performance. Um, the offence took a while to hit its straps. It was a slow first half, other than a couple of very obvious big plays, which we'll come to. Um, but the, the defence was flying around. Um, we should, we'll talk about the secondary as well. But the front, the, the front section of the defence, uh, you know, the pass rush, we were all over Josh Allen, sacked him three times, um, and Tannehill didn't take a sack all game. Greggy, where where did you sort of start to believe um, during the game? As soon as that fourth down stop. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think defensively, it was very much bend don't break. They were we were petrified of the of the lot of the deep threat. The, that they possess we didn't want to give give up big plays big touchdowns uh which to be honest with you i can't blame us for when you've watched us play and get burned by the jets in recent times and and even in the jags game i think there was one or two that were the deeper threats you want to see so it was it was at times frustrating you know there were third down conversions where we kind of gifted it to them a little bit um, and there was so frustrations around that, but all in all, I, I really like you can't you just can't criticize the Titans at all, really. When you when you look at this game back and you look at how the Bills are one of the best teams in the league, probably the best team in the AFC right now. Um, it wasn't the same game as last year by any stretch of the imagination. It was a lot more nip and tuck than that. But the, when the big moments came, we t- I think five players went down injured during the game as well. I mean that takes a lot of adjustment. Obviously, especially certain important positions, um, you know, we talk about Luan and we'll talk about that a bit later on. And defensively, you know, Jackson going down, bringing in Brian Borders. So, you know that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a tough, a tough day of the office. But I think one person who definitely needs a shout out is, is AJ Brown. Because um, the only thing AJ Brown dropped last night was Chipotle's share price. <laughs> Um, everything else was was pretty much re- received and taken by him as comfortably as you would expect. I thought you were going to go somewhere far less clean, actually, when you said. That I, I, yeah, I was tempted, yeah. but you know, we're, we're a family-friendly show. Um, so yeah, it, I really, I think we had big players step up and make big plays. You look at Julio's outrageous catch, really, um, in that I think it was second quarter, or certainly in the first half, and it was about just keeping them close because you knew that we could always go and score a touchdown quite easily the defense on on the bill side is, is a good defense but it's it's not elite in that regard and we know that with henry and we've always got a chance if we keep it close um and it turned into i think the fourth down stop at the end really gave us everything you would wanted from that game in terms of a finish um i'm pretty sure even the neutrals were 
loved seeing that at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just everything you wanted to see at the end of a Monday night game, especially one that was so back and forth. And when you said two or three lead changes, I think, if I remember correctly, I think there were seven. I'm pretty sure okay. there were seven lead changes. So it was one of those ones that. Look at you with your facts. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for, right? You just make things up, Adam. I'll spit the facts. Um, but it's one of those ones that it was just, honestly, it was, even as a, if I was a neutral, I would have sat there and probably stayed up all night watching that game because it just, just felt entertaining. Um, I would probably rather have been a neutral to a certain extent to go through what you have to go through as a Titans fan, certainly. And they're not going to make my life any longer than it, than it currently is, to be honest with you. But yeah, when, when you get a win like that, it's all well worth it. It was offensively. It took it took quite a long time to to get going. Now, obviously, there was the seventy five yard um, touchdown run just from nowhere, Derek Henry, and it was it was one of those. We're, we're, I'm getting a bit blasé about them. And once once he's into the secondary, he's gone. Um, it transpired. It's his fastest ever run. It's the fastest run of anybody with the ball in the NFL this year. Um, but it just seemed routine, like. You don't you don't expect it on any given play, but once once he's nipped past a couple of guys, um, AJ Brown with a fantastic block downfield on that play, and um, but as soon as he's just gone, I don't know why anyone's surprised anymore. Honestly, um, ha- Harry is 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 the king. Um, should he? Well, we know the answer to this. What are the chances that he's he's going to be the league MVP if he keeps this up? I hope very good because I put a fiver on him to get it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's exceptional. Um, every other team, pretty much, their identity is based on their quarterback. Um, and I think our identity is really rooted in Henry. And like you say, he's he's got the ability to go the distance at any moment. Um, and I don't think there's any running back in the league that you think as soon as he gets to that second level, here we go. He's he's just exciting, you know. We, we're still watching highlights of a five-yard run where he stiff arms people. You know, he got taken down for minus three yards last night, and they replayed the highlight of a stiff arm three times. Like <laughs> he's unbelievable. Don't get me wrong, you know. Do I wish that maybe we had a quarterback that was a superstar like Henry? Of course, like of course you do. If you could switch him round so Henry played quarterback and Tannehill was a running back, you probably would. But God, he's amazing to watch, isn't he? And he's just a beast. No one six foot three should be able to run over 20 miles an hour. like, And then just hit people. I think I asked a question in the group chat yesterday. How much would you have to get paid to just get run over by Derek Henry? And <laughs> someone, someone answered with 10K. 10K. Uh, 10K. I just I think you're going to feel the, the things for, for years, like if he runs you over as hard as you can. So, yeah. He's just, he's unbelievable. And I think as a podcast, as a NFL media, as Titans fans, we're kind of running out of superlatives for him because he is just that good at this point. And yeah, he should win MVP. If we go into the playoffs and we get a decent record, he's definitely up there in the conversation. I don't think there's any real front runner, maybe Kyler Murray at the moment. Alan's hopes got dented last night. So yeah, here's hoping it would be a great thing to, to witness history, but sure, we'll see. We're not. We're not just. Sorry, Adam. We're not just seeing a, a good running back. We're not just seeing an elite running back. We are seeing. We are witnessing greatness with Henry. I genuinely believe that. I don't think there's any running back in. You know, you can talk a lot about 
a lot of different running backs who have gone and had outstanding seasons. He's done it consistently now for you know a good two, three years, which for a running back says a lot about just how durable he is. We had players going down like flies yesterday. He's getting hit every, pretty much every other play and, and still just bounces back up every single time and doesn't slow down. He doesn't, um, he doesn't get hit. He does the hitting. That's, yeah, that's the thing. True. You know, it, it's, he doesn't, it's not, he's not the same as any other running back. I mean, he's just not. Um, and you know, we talked about this so much and I'll never get tired of it. Um, that his, his durability, everything, everything about him. And how do you have that size coupled with that speed? And no, nobody, nobody comes close with for both of those things together. That was that was the the lowest number of carries he's had since week one when we got blown out and kind of had to be taken out of the game because we were getting blown out. It's the lowest well, number the, of carries. One of the few get few games possibly because one of the few games we lost the time of possession, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, buff, which Buffalo dominated in that first half because they they had a couple of long drives. Um, I mean, they're not a lot of their sort of. Their offense is a bit dink and not dink and dunk. They're running a lot of RPOs, um, but not necessarily huge plays. Josh Allen didn't maybe threw deep once or twice. And that's because no... that's because the way we were covering them, though, we, the way that we were covering them was we were letting them have the six, seven, eight yard yeah, games. Yeah, sure. Ben don't and break. We, and, we, yeah. and we were completely negating the 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 chances of getting done by deep threat at all. I think the only time we did was was end up being pass interference on on borders because he literally targeted him on the first play that he came into the game. Um, yeah, maybe I think he went maybe one off other than that, which was broken up as well. But yeah, you're right. I think they, their game plan or our game plan defensively was, you know, not give up those big plays. So it turned into, we'll happily give them the yards as long as we hold them in the red zone, which is, which is quite ballsy really from a defensive game plan, especially when you're against a team like the bills. Um, but we did it enough. I mean, Bass, I think kicked what, three field goals in the end. So we did it enough to to go away and to then have enough on offense to go away and win the game. And we talk about Tannehill last week and how he wasn't outstanding or hasn't been outstanding. And it was another one of those games. Didn't throw a touchdown. I think I can't remember how many yards it was in the end, but I think it was less than 200 yards, just over, sorry, 216 yards. So another, I mean, he didn't really get going until the fourth quarter. I, uh, think, I thought actually it was a big game for Tannehill in a funny way. Because it looked, he looked still a bit out of sorts at the start. Um, the offense wasn't really in sync, and you know, there's a few. Yeah, when things aren't going for you, they just they just don't. There was an early interception which was horrible. Yeah. Um, there were a couple where there was a screen pass where Henry got tripped up, and you know the, all these little things like that were a bit off. Uh, but once Henry got going, and well, I'd say like like that's a like that's a surprise. Um, but. That that play action became a huge weapon um, the yeah. longer the game went on, and then I think yeah. he he completed nine consecutive passes in the fourth quarter and yeah. looked like sort of back in sync. He was, you know, AJ Brown, that sort of that chemistry seemed to be back. You know, those those crossing routes, and it, it looked it looked like an important game for him. I don't think he'll care that he didn't throw any touchdown passes. No, no, because he didn't I, need to. And I think that he could he had he had the knee been there, he'd have done that. And Right at the end, I think if you know, that that huge kick return for a touchdown that came back for a hold with two two forty two fifty left or whatever, um, uh, we we were saying if Buffalo were going to score a touchdown, we wanted to score it quickly. Maybe not that quickly, <laughs> but um, actually, I'd have, I'd have backed the Titans to go down and score again. 
um, the, the way we were playing at that point. Um, obviously, it didn't happen that way. It happened in a very different way, probably much more stressful way. Um, but yeah, I, I, they, offensively, they, Buffalo were struggling to stop us. You know, whatever else had happened in, in that game, they weren't struggling at the start, but by the end of the game, um, you know, they, their defense was on its knees. Absolutely. I think on the offensive line as well was was much improved. I still don't think it was perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's the first game I think this year that Tannehill has not been sacked, which is progress as far as I see yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and they were creating the running lanes for Henry to do what he needed to do, even if it was on sort of less carries than we'd normally see from him. So it's hard to criticise them. Um, they over- overcame Taylor Lewan's injury. Massively. It was like two plays later after that injury that we're in for a touchdown. And I know it was quite close to first and goal in in that situation anyway. So you kind of expect us really to to go and pound in from there. But yeah, it must have taken quite quite a lot after what looked quite a serious injury at the time. Yeah, the the nature of it, it's not nice when you see one of your leaders carted off like that. Love to see, by the way, for what we said the other day about about him being booed in week one. Uh, which uh, I hate, I still hate, um, but really good to see that the you know, he gave the thumbs up to the crowd. He got a massive reception when he's, yeah, he's been taken off there, um, and I, I think he's played he's he's played a lot better, and he deserves it. Um, and ho- hopefully, it's obviously the concussion protocol isn't isn't ideal, but it's not shouldn't be a long term issue. Uh, he might even be back next week, or he's not going to miss too much time. Fingers crossed. Um, unfortunately, Caleb Farley and uh, Cam Batson both will. Um, sadly, it looks like, looks like ACLs for both of them. Um, Harry, what about Farley? He, well, we weren't blown away by his play before he got hurt. Um, but yeah, yeah, real shame for the guy. Yeah, I mean, you never want to see a player get injured at, at all. And I think actually, you know, it's going on two, three years now that he's not really played competitive ball apart from a little bit here and there um and you get rusty and I think we saw some of that rust on the first couple of drives with Farley you know he's he was just getting his hips sort of twisted a little bit too too easily um especially on that Emmanuel Sanders um sort of corner out um where he was wide open and luckily we got the pressure on on Allen there to flush him out but um yeah Yeah, I mean it's 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 a big yeah I would expect nerves his first big game in the NFL, prime time, the whole nation's watching. Um, yeah, he's done it in college, obviously, but not not recently. This is a this is a step up. I mean, I, I'm hard to blame anyone for a, a little bit of nerves. Yeah, no, definitely, and you know, hopefully now he gets his rehab, gets you know plenty of game tape on and and everything like that, and then slowly, slowly, you know, starts to bring himself back. Um, I think we probably thought with Lewan earlier this season that we brought him back a little bit too early and hopefully we just give Farley all the time that he he needs to really sort himself out. AC hours are, are nasty. No one likes it. Um, but you knew straight away when he went down, it was serious. And uh, yeah, it sucks. And same for Batson as well, because he scrapped really hard to get onto the end of this roster. And uh, yeah, and I think he's a secret fan favourite. I know I, I rate him quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Five, eight and under 200 pounds and playing in the NFL. I've got a lot of time for you. And uh, yeah, just it's it's a sad time for him, really, because I I do think we we haven't been as good on special teams returning as as we would have liked to be, in, and he gives us potentially a, another option there. But sure, one of those things. Injuries are part of the game, and it's next man up mentality. Yeah, here we go. 
um, I mean, in the defensive backfield, we have Jackson, we have Borders. There's, I mean, a larger Molden played. Fulton is out for what two or three weeks, probably. Um, it's, we're looking a bit thin there. Yeah, Gen- Genoris still isn't performing as you'd want him to as well. So I think it's going to be a challenge. Um, and if there's one offence, even if it's not been the same as, as what we've seen in previous years, you don't really want to be facing with a banged up secondary is is the Chiefs, but we've got that to come. So um, there's no gimmies in this league though. So we knew we had to go through, go through that. But yeah, I think the injuries for us is, it's probably my biggest concern at the moment. Kind of feels like even with that win yesterday, I think there was five players that, that went down and out. And I think Julio was another one as well. Whether I believe that that was another hamstring injury or not, we'll, we'll, we'll see whether that's just their way of limiting snaps, although just leaving it on the sideline could have done that. Um, yeah, I, I I do fear that, that we are getting a lot of injuries and that next man up mentality. I mean, I don't know who is the next man up after Borders and a quarterback. I mean, I don't think there is anyone. So um, uh, It's Harry. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm genuinely starting to, to think it may well be. I mean, uh, Miles is already in at left tackle if, <laughs> if Kendall Land goes down. So we will have a transatlantic Titans uh, offense and defense member. So it's going to be interesting because uh, I do think the Chiefs is a huge challenge. We all know that. They, they're bound to bounce back from what's been a poor start for them. Um, but this is, yeah, injuries is, is a huge concern. I'm still not ruling out a, a trade for somebody. Um, given the, what we've done with re, rejigging the cap, uh, yeah. whether that's on the O line, whether that's in the secondary, um, if if we think that this team is improving, is you know, what we where we thought we'd be at the start of the year and a potential Super Bowl window, if that's where we're heading to, you could argue that it's it's worth the gamble. I can't see I can't see us trading for for a tackle because um, I'm hoping that Luan will be back relatively soon, and you've still got. Yeah, not necessarily a tackle, but, but so, so certainly, certainly a corner. Yeah. I think that 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 is one hundred percent likely to happen. Yeah, there's a, regardless, there's an improvement needed in in that area. At safety, however, uh, Bayard looks. I know we've uh, disagreed on on this in the recent past, uh, but Bayard had a fantastic game. Good for Hooker to be back as well. Um, he looked good. Um, it seemed. Maybe they were making up for some of the the shortfalls um, at cornerback, um, but yeah, a couple of huge. Obviously, the the interception for for Kevin Byer, but it wasn't just that. He seemed to be everywhere, and it was great seeing sort of the old KB. Yeah, Hooker, Hooker being back was was pretty key as well. And the other one, I mean, everyone knows how much I love and rate David Long. And bar one penalty, he was also everywhere last night. And that one penalty was a bit of a drive killer, but. That yeah, you've. I didn't mind the personally. <laughs> I hated it at the time. They took a sack away and and could have just ended that drive pretty much there and there. I hated it at the time, and uh, obviously hindsight is a great thing. But every, pretty much every other play, he was he was in and amongst everything, and he's exactly yeah. the sort of player we build this defense around. Yeah, that's something that we know or I noticed last night in particular there was loads of energy on defense that like they were just yeah they were up they were just up for it weren't they like, yeah. more so than yeah. usual yeah and it's something I think we've been lacking and I think that's partly because injuries came in early and it's you're playing for your teammates and things like that but also the the prime time aspect 
the talk before the game probably of Buffalo coming in here, using it like it was a home field and hearing the crowd just go, you know, mad on, on defence for, for the Titans was was great. But yeah, no, I, I echo what, what Greg said there with David Long. I just think he's turning into a real beast and hopefully, you know, he continues that progression because, yeah, the more players we have in that position, the better for everyone. Uh, shout out to Harold Landry as well, um, who just just keeps getting better and better. Um, his his stats are, I think he's sort of third, fourth in the NFL for stats for pass rush stats. Um, looks fantastic, a constant nuisance. Um, it helps. Point, I think. What point do we worry that we won't be able to afford him though? Because that price <laughs> just keeps going up and up and up. Yeah, that's uh, always always a tricky one. Uh, that's. Next, the next off season to, to be discussed, unless something got got announced sooner. Uh, maybe the Titans should be trying um, and get, get that done before you know, the value goes goes up and up even more. But yeah, for just fantastic though. You can't you can't begrudge him. Um, he's he's going to get a big contract and he'll deserve it. I mean, also Jeffrey Simmons, it kind of goes under the radar a bit sometimes because he's he's double teamed and he's he's an ob- obvious threat um another fantastic game for him even Bud Dupree seemed to be contributing um with yeah I think things are clicking in that area much better than they are in the secondary anyway which is good and yeah down the deep into the fourth quarter the defense needed to needed to do something and we I mentioned the kick return and the the holding penalty. It meant that Buffalo con- controlled the clock. So we're a bit anxious. Three-point lead. I mean, I, I, there was a point there as Buffalo were getting close and you knew that the Titans weren't, whatever happened, weren't going to have time to go down the field again themselves. And I was just kind of had a bit of a, do you know what, whatever happens, this performance has cheered me up sort of moment. And... Maybe that maybe that helped with the nerves, uh, but regardless, uh, what a defensive series! Um, two well, two well, more than two plays in a row. Um, once they had that sort of first and ten around the twelve, wasn't it? So they just get to the two for the first down. Third and six, Josh Allen takes off. Now, Bills fans might argue that should have been a first down. It wasn't. Um, he just about you know he sort of. Diving for out of bounds, the first down marker, and the ball was coming loose. Um, I think it was the right call. Fourth and one. I mean, he, he slips, to be honest. Um, but regardless of how it happened, it did happen. What a moment. Um, Harry, obviously, you have your carpet um, took, a, took a beating. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it did. It was just it was just such a such a great game really. And it was everything that you want from a Titans end, more so than anything else. You know, it, it reminded me of Chargers twenty nineteen. Greg and I were there and Yeah, yeah. All, all all I could think of was exactly the same sort of stop, exactly the same way that the game ended, except it wasn't on a weird fumble. You know, it was just you kind of had that belief once we got that stop on a scramble, which we've really struggled with all all year, really. Um, I don't know whether we spied Allen a little bit. I don't know what was going on, but we definitely contained him a lot better than than we have other quarterbacks. But yeah, just to to have that stop in that moment, and you could just feel that energy in the crowd, even from 
you know, however many thousands of miles we are here, it was, it was just class to watch and, yeah, a great end to, to what was a fantastic Monday night game because, sure, we've been quite lucky so far as fans of the Titans this year to watch some real good games and they've not always swung our way, but, you know, we haven't had a boring game, maybe apart from last week, that, uh, and you've got to kind of like it. I know it puts a couple less years on you, but it's... <laughs> Does it ever? It's, it's good fun. Adam's only 21. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Uh, it's it's funny because we, we're four and two now. And looking at the Jets and the Jags game you know, two or three weeks ago, we're looking at those thinking, right, we've got to win those two because we've got the Bills coming up the following week. And then the Chiefs, Colts, Rams. You know, get there's a There's a tricky stretch. And the fact that we lost to the Jets... I mean, I'm still not really over that, but it it just felt that we needed that. You really needed the, those wins against the Jets and the Jags because of what was coming up. But actually, having beaten the Bills completely unexpectedly, I'm happier than if it was the other way around and because the, the mood in the team is just going to be cloud nine right now and there's going to be confidence, the momentum's going the right direction rather than the wrong direction. And Chiefs this coming Sunday... We can have some confidence. I don't. I, you know, I can see it happening. Dare I say it? Um, Greg, do you I, share my? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. I think their defense isn't what it what it once was. Um, so we know we can score score points on them. It will just. It will be. I think it'll be. A, it could be a similar game to what we saw last night. Um, I think it. We know that what Mahomes can do. We know what that offense can do. We know that they've not been at the level that they certainly would have expected. Even Washington on on Sunday, watching some of the highlights there, you know, I think two picks in the first half, first quarter even potentially. So, you know, we know that there's there's issues there. And, and if the defence can make those big plays, create some turnovers, then absolutely we've got a good chance of, of coming away with a win. But I do think it's it feels a bit like the Bills game Probably, I'm, I'm more confident going into this than the, I was with the Bills game for obvious reasons. I kind of walked into that one thinking, fearing the worst, but hoping for the best. And with this, I'm, I'm fearing that we might end up with almost overconfidence of, yeah, oh yeah, we, we feel like we can win this one and then we go and lay an egg. So who knows? But I, 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 look, I do, I think, I think if, we, if there's a time to play the Chiefs, it, Probably was last week, in fairness, but it, it, it probably <laughs> is now. I mean, they weren't great against Washington. They did enough to win the game in the end, but we're a better team than Washington. And I, I yeah, I, this it's a good opportunity to play, or good time to play them. It's a good opportunity to get another win on the board. I'm still very much smarting from the from the Jets game because that I look at that now and I think we we, we should be a five and one team. Um, and that's not being unrealistic. I mean, we just completely crapped the bed that day. So it's one of those ones where, fingers crossed, we can continue the momentum rolling. Um, we've then got increasingly more difficult games to come as well. I mean, there's games, you know, I think we've got the way to the Rams coming up in, in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, um, It, get, so it gets easier after that, to be fair. I think those. I mean, we've got two, two, gar- two guaranteed wins when I'm out there. So I mean, uh, that un- unbeaten record is is staying very much intact, and I'm not leaving Nashville until until it's there. Um, but yeah, and no, I agree. I think it's going to be a. Uh, it's still some tough game. I think the Patriots game is is one of those banana skin kind of games that you should really win, but away at Gillette, you just know things can happen. 
Um, the Saints are not the best, best team in the league, but they're, they're a handy side. I think that'll be tough. If we don't go and drop 50 on, on the Texans, I'll be livid. Um, <laughs> but watch Ray Ball go and just drop and bench the entire team and rest every single uh, player that we've got and bring in practice squad members just to just to troll us. But yeah, I think there's some, there's some tough games coming up. Um, getting through this one will fill me with a lot of confidence that yeah, we'll, we'll see out the rest of the season without too much damage. Yeah. How do you share that? Well... A confidence might be a strip. Quiet confidence. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the the main matchup that people were obviously going to focus on going into this week will be our secondary versus Tyreek Hill and versus Kelsey potentially. And you know, I think that's that's an area where they hit us. I think you're right in saying it'll probably be another shootout. I think, but if we get ahead early or keep it close, you know, I think this team has shown that we've got got the ability to, to continue it on. So, um, yeah, it'll be be interesting to see what happens on Sunday. Mahomes hasn't played up to his potential. And with a player like that, you know it's only one game and then he's just going to go off and it'll just be one of those amazing games where he just 28 touchdowns, no interceptions and 5,000 yards throwing or something like that. But, <laughs> sure, it, it's, uh, it is what it is. But we'll... I'm feeling more confident about this one than I was going into the Bills, especially after the performance last night. Yeah, de- definitely. Me too. I, I, I'm confident that we'll score points on the Chiefs. Um, and I, I can see as well that you know, a, cu- a couple of turnovers at key moments might be enough, a bit like it was last night. We know what the damage that Patrick Mahomes can do. But if if we have that kind of game where we're controlling the clock. Um, a lot of Henry, obviously, a lot of a big, big time of possession. Um, Kansas City might not have the ball that many times, um, given given their defense. So, you know, if we well, the one if thing we take, I will say is Kansas City's red zone in my red zone offense is is better than the Bills to an extent. I think with having Kelsey in particular, I don't think our red zone defense will handle Kelsey as well as they've they've handled. The Bills yesterday, I think, you know, Dawson Knox, for example. Um, they, yeah, so they've got that, a bit that, more that offensively, cons- don't that they? That does concern me a little bit because that whole bend don't break. If we go down that route of okay, we're happy for you to get into the red zone um, because then we'll just hold you to three. I, I'm not sure that will work as as well against the Chiefs. But at the same time, that deep threat with Hardman and Hill is is there for all to see. And so it's going to be a difficult one for Shane Bowen to scheme up. And I don't. I don't want to talk about Shane Bowen Um, so yeah we'll move on but it's one of those ones that that does fill me with a little bit of dread but I do also think there is this defence is taking opportunities now and that's something we didn't do at all last year really last year we we, apart from probably the Bills game we didn't take opportunities when when they were gifted to us and we didn't have a pass rush this year we've got a pass rush hopefully we can put the pressure on on Mahomes and and force him to make mistakes because that is the only way we're going to win this game, realistically. We're not going to go and blow them out. We just need, like you say, those couple of turnovers at the right time, get Henry running later in the game. Um, and, yeah, I, I can't see why we shouldn't be winning this game, realistically. Um, although, there we go. as soon as I've got confidence, that, that doesn't suggest... <laughs> doesn't <go> well. <laughs> it, we've, I feel so much better than a week ago. That, that's obvious. Any, any win like that against a team like Buffalo will do that. Um, it's it's a nice feeling 
Um, and I don't think I've had that feeling since before week one this year um, that we've got a decent football team. Um, it, was, it, was, it was that bad first up. Um, but certain things are being resolved. There's a bit of this momentum. There's some rhythm offensively now. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling a, a lot happier. So, fingers crossed for that. Um, also, nice friendly kickoff time in the UK, back at 6pm. Um, we'll probably be on Sky now, which, no, I, I didn't, I, sorry, I didn't say that out loud. I don't know who's on Sky. Don't choose us, Neil. Um, I don't know. It might Just be, me. it might be. Pub time. Pub time if it's Sky. Absolutely fine by me. <laughs> All right, there we go. Um, let's let's finish up with some some non-Titans related. Harry, we'll start we'll start with you because I know you might have to duck out in about five minutes. Um, but well, it depends how long we take ranting about whatever we want to rant about. And um, what have you got? Uh, yeah, so mine's not a rant. Uh, it's just about a TV show that I've started watching that everyone's gone on about for seemingly feels like years, um, but finally just got around to it. Ted Lasso. Um, oh, cheers to, yes. Cheers to Brian for, for giving me his Apple TV password and signing me in on his phone numerous times. And <laughs> that. I appreciate it. Um, but it is just the most uplifting, wonderfully positive show um with an eternal optimism and i'm i don't know about you guys i'm in a leadership role with my job i, I manage a place and if i'm half a manager that he is in terms of his just pure optimism way of connecting with people just general don't get me wrong he's annoying at times but his whole way of just looking at the world and finding the best possible outcome um, I'll be very happy. And yeah, it's just honestly one of those things that you sit back and you genuinely smile. I mean, I started crying at Frozen Let It Go the other day because I just, I, I don't know, I was tired apparently. I'm obviously a bit emotional. I don't know what's going on. But as soon as that Hor girl Hormones with the pregnancy, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I, you know, I've got sympathetic hormones or something. I don't know. But gosh, as soon as she started singing Let It Go, I was just like... <laughs> I'm really struggling, like, and like, not just a little tear, like, girl crying, like, no idea why. But no, honestly, just what a show. If you've got a spare, like, few hours with your day, just honestly watch it because it's just class. Yeah, we we smashed both series of that in the last month. Fantastic. Like, what exactly what you say? Pure joy. Um, it's. Yeah, that... No spoilers. I'm on episode six of series one. No spoilers. Okay, no, no, no spoilers. <laughs> um, I, I wonder. I'd like to know. Um, any any American listeners, um, tweet us at Transatlantic TN. Um, what do you think of Ted Lasso? Because I know it's it's popular and big over there as well. Um, it's like that across the pond kind of mashup. It's filmed over here, but um, you know, it's it's quite Americanized as well. Um, I was definitely talking about this on those on the Twitter Spaces the other night, um, so <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat myself. No spoilers, Greg. Um, all I'll say, Roy Kent, what a character! What an absolutely proper laugh out loud character. Um, just as as an aside, uh, Greg, non Titans related. Um, I'm gonna go in a slightly more negative direction, unfortunately, um, and it's to do with uh, media who scaremonger people um, around COVID. So obviously COVID is still here and everyone's very much aware of that. We don't need to bore people with constantly reminding them that it's here 
and then constantly reminding them that there's going to be more more to come in terms of you know you're going to have to start socially distancing again or start wearing masks mandatory again and blah, blah, blah. it's it's getting to a point now where everyone in or pretty much everyone a lot of people anyway are vaccinated and we have to return back to normal and seeing these kind of media outlets who are clearly going to interview people who are scientists doing this, that, and the other to get essentially their opinion and then twisting their words into a way that writes a headline to make people believe that, you know, new restrictions are going to be coming in or something like that. It gets then picked up by numerous media uh, Twitter accounts or just general newspapers. And then everyone just starts believing that, you know, this is a lot worse than it actually is. I'm not downplaying COVID because we all know what, how devastating it's been, but it's getting to a point now where the, it's just the media. I mean, I'm, tem- I'm tempted to come off come off Twitter. I mean, they're wor- they're worse than Titans Twitter after uh, after a loss. They're just it's just unbearable. <laughs> well, that's unbearable. that's a big claim. It's true, <laughs> um, and it's it's just absolutely unbearable. And I'm getting I'm kind of getting to that point where you know I just want obviously everyone just wants life to return to normal, but with this with the media we have in this country and it's not just this country i think it's it's the same certainly in the u.s i know that those guys have similar situations i'm sure on their side it's just like at some point you've just got to when push comes to shove just try and move forward and try and keep moving in the right direction because keep moving backwards just because the media has said well, no, we should do this we should do that it just it's really doing my head in and to the point to the point where i just i've had to block and mute so many accounts of so many different journalists or newspapers just because I can't bother to read anymore. There's certain people in the world that want bad things to happen because they enjoy reporting bad things. Yeah, that's, that's the reality. I think we are, we've, we've made so much progress and I don't, I don't, I don't see, <laughs> for my opinion, what that's worth, I don't see a steps backwards coming. No, I think, I think the problem is though, is they keep threatening Oh, this this is going to happen, or this this is this could happen. And I read one earlier. I can't remember who it was. Probably because I immediately read it, scoffed, and just carried on scrolling. But it was pretty much suggesting that Christmas was going to be cancelled again. Which after last year's debacle around Christmas, and everyone in this country essentially weren't really able to see their families. It's like why would why would you even contemplate writing an article about that when you've got absolutely zero proof on on anything whatsoever just because you know you're going to get a load of clicks from people who then start panicking this is how people start queuing three quarters of an hour to go and get petrol happens it's from idiots like these this is how why people go and buy 300 rolls of toilet roll it's from idiots like these so yeah adam finish on a positive because i'm bringing the mood right down (laughs) (laughs) i'm not going to finish on a positive i it's a really small thing, but I noticed it. Um, the, the, this poor old MP who's been who's been murdered, um, David Amos in Southend. Um, yeah, we had unfortunately a, another MP killed in similar circumstances three or four years ago, Joe Cox, um, and it's it's horrific and it's an awful thing and it's very obviously an awful thing. Um, you know, acts of terrorism. Um, it's a it's a it's an attack on on the country in a way um but there's just just something i've noticed about because it's they're politicians no this this isn't about a political party but people feel the need to say that like people need feel the need to quantify the fact that oh i'd say you're outraged just say you're outraged or say say what you think but you don't need to qualify it by saying oh i don't i didn't agree with his politics but or you know, I'm, I'm not a Tory voter, but um, just 
you can you can just express an opinion. It's a it's a horrific thing. Um, yeah, his political party shouldn't matter. That was it. I just I've just seen seen a lot of that, and like I, I'm not going to if you you don't need to say who your allegiances are. Um, I'd still respect your outrage at something like that. You don't need to qualify it by saying that. Um, yeah, there you go. That was a slightly odd, <laughs> odd little, little I'll tell you, thing I'll tell you what, after, after yours and mine, I need to go and watch an episode of Ted Lasso. I think you do. Yeah. Uh, we should have ended with you, Harry, uh, but you've got, you've got to go and uh, sort of complicated yeah, meal out. That was my bad. Yeah, sorry about that, guy. Um, you know, all we can do is believe and believe and just continue on with the rest of our days and we'll be fine, I think. But yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Positive podcast all, all round, except for that end couple of bits. But yeah, um, all, all good. Fantastic win, obviously. Um, let's hope for another fantastic win this coming Sunday. Um, Get in touch if you if you ever want to come on or any feedback at Transatlantic TN on Twitter. Um, but it's been a pleasure as always. Um, tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.